Welcome to the Business with Bordeaux podcast, where we're bringing basic business tips to entrepreneurs and the future leaders of tomorrow. Let's get down to business. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Business with Bordeaux podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the show. I thank you. I thank all of you who have been sharing the uh, the most recent episodes with Mike Mack and Butter P and uh, Billy Johnson Jr., a lot of you have reached out to me and told me it's good information, and it's just an honor to be able to provide that for you, and I'm grateful to be able to talk to these individuals and to have this type of platform, and also for TrackStars uh, being there from day one, helping to push this thing to get this out there to you, and you know, my goal is obviously to inspire people out there who are interested in doing a side hustle, a business, uh, you know, not just music, even though most of it is music. <laughs> but uh, today is actually not music, even though there is uh, some music affiliation. I have Twink from Sacred Apparel. It was interesting because he doesn't live too far from me, and so he actually came to the studio to record this episode, which I thought was pretty cool. It was uh, it was really a unique experience for recording this podcast because most episodes I do via Skype and record it that way. And so, and sometimes I get to see the person, sometimes I can't see the individual. So this was a really cool uh, experience to be able to do that. And hopefully one day I'll be able to do more of those. But right now, you know, I do what I can do to get the information out to you. And uh, I have a great interview lined up next time. So make sure you stay tuned for that. But um, before we jump into this interview uh, with Twink from Sacred Apparel, I do want to thank the patrons for the show, Mr. Aaron Simpkins at TrueStrengthApparel.com. Uh, thank you so much for supporting, man. Like I said, Trackstars since day one. Aaron's been here since day one. Also, Jay Sannon and LT, both are uh, are great up-and-coming music artists. Uh, very grateful for them and what they do. And So make sure you check out the links in the description of the show to be able to go check out their music and support what they're doing. And also, uh, just kind of want to put a, not really a challenge, but I'm looking for a new intro for this show. It's been about three years and I made this intro three years ago myself. Like I actually created the music and all that stuff. And uh, I feel like it's time for an upgrade. So if anybody out there who's an artist, if you want to um, create an intro for this show, then that would be great. Obviously, you'd get some free promo on the show for that because you're making the song. So I would at least shout you out for a good two, three, four, five, six months. And uh, so, and it would let people kind of hear your, um, your flow and your abilities to do stuff like that. So, just kind of a little challenge. If anybody's interested, hit me up, and I'll let you know. I have one uh, individual who is uh, he's going to work on trying to make me one, but I would love to get as many as possible, uh, just to see what type of uh, different sounds and stuff we can get in. So, yeah, man. Uh, without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into the interview with Twink from Sacred Apparel. All righty, welcome back to another Business with Bordeaux interview. This is the first time here, uh, this particular scenario. I have my guest with me in studio. This is the first time this ever happened for this particular show. As y'all know, normally I do Skype interviews, so the audio doesn't exactly sound the same from myself and the person that's being interviewed. But, uh, but this week, because he lives right up the street from me, and he stopped uh, from dropping his family off, at the airport, and I was like, hey, man, let's go ahead and just get this thing done. And I uh, have with me Twink from Second Apparel. How you doing, man? Good, man. Good, man. How are you? I'm doing well. So glad you were able to come and stop through. 
And uh, we had you on, or I had you on the Solomon's Porch podcast. Yes. Yep. A few months. It's been a couple months now, right? Yeah. About two, two, three. Yeah, so, uh, so and, and I told you then, you know, which I think beforehand I wanted to get you on this show. Right, yeah. And you ended up and on I, that I show dropped, first. dropped the ball a couple of times with that. <laughs> <laughs> so it was funny, we go from, from this show to that show, then you back finally circle show. back around to this right. show. Right. So yeah, man, but so you're located out in the Dunn area, North yeah, Carolina? Yeah, Dunn. Been trying to get to Raleigh for the longest, but yeah, that just hadn't been happening. So gotcha, man. Just stuck gotcha. and done. Not my preference, but we there. Well, you get it done and done, so yeah, there you it's go. all good. There you it's go. All good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Well, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Um, you know, we'll just pretend that nobody listened to the episode. You know, we did Solomon's <laughs> Porch podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, just kind of start because some Word. people may have not have heard that show. I mean, right, it's right. a different dynamic. But uh, yeah, man, just tell a little bit about who you are and how you got into doing Sacred Apparel. Man, I started Sacred Apparel. I started going to uh, school for business going to school for business, whatever, and then got interested in the clothing. Well, I've always been interested in clothing and music and whatever fashion. Um, and after going to school, I started. I figured I could do it without even going to school. So I dropped out of school and started doing everything on my own. Um, and that was actually in like 2009 um, that we started Sacred Apparel. And we've just been pushing with it since we started uh, Sacred Apparel. And we had Sacred Apparel mixtapes. Sacred printing, uh, everything has just been sick. We just so many businesses that we started with that, but Sacred Apparel has been the foundation of them all. Um, I've just always loved music and clothing, but the father, I was getting too tied up with the music and sitting the clothing aside a lot. So, father kind of thumped me in the head to focus more on the clothing, whatever, put this aside. But yes, and um, we're just in the process of advancing to a full line now. Right, right. So yes. So full line, you mean like full clothing line, everything, shirts, uh, pants, working on. I've actually got um, some designs, sketches of um, our fatigues and stuff we're coming out with, sweatshirts, uh, polos, button downs, a lot of stuff. So just gotcha. waiting on the go to release it. Gotcha. So, yeah. so I know you've uh, you've worked with a lot of artists over the years. Right, right. Now, was that something that you had always planned on doing or did, did it just happen? Yeah, because the thing is I would always put too much me into my business. Right, And so right. it was like I would always incorporate music and I would always love working with artists. So <clears throat> I would always reach out to artists and somehow get caught up with what they were doing and then start printing their stuff and then incorporate it. I was end up selling some of it on Sacred Apparel. And so, yeah. So who are some of the artists you've worked with? Um, I work with well, right now I'm still working with Jared. Um, recently worked with Paris Careers, uh, Jerry Mana. Um, I've worked with Fern Social Club. Um, man, that's a list of people. So did you just reach out to them and say, "Hey, I want to do your merch"? I've for had you. some reach this- out to me, and I've reached out to them. Um, Aaron Cole, Aaron Cole reached out to me, but I've been a been a big fan of his. Um. Jared, I reached out to Jared. And so with some of the people that I reach out to would have start with me reaching out because with Sacred Apparel, we do a thing called What the Secret Mean to You. Right. And right. I asked them to send in a video clip explaining what secret means to them. And so they'll check out the line with us and tell me they like what we're doing and we just connect the bond from there. So yeah. That's pretty cool. I know we did um, you know, we had that giveaway right, with right. the Hope is Dope shirt. Right. And uh shout out to it's funny because uh Aaron Simpkins, he's actually one of the sponsors for this show. He has True Strength Apparel, right, right. so you know he's been trying to grow that for a little while. And um, so I, I just thought it was hilarious that somebody else who was wanting to do 
in, in apparel line won the shirt from in another apparel company. Oh, wow. but, <laughs> nah, it's cool though because I've talked to Aaron before because I've had a lot of people with quote unquote, you know, apparel companies, right. Christian apparel companies, uh, who have reached out to try to do the show. And one, you know, I mean, no offense to anybody out there, but there's so many. Like literally, I've had twenty to thirty different people reach out and say, "Hey, I got an apparel company," and right. I look at it, and it's pretty much only t-shirts, right? It's Man. only t-shirts. It's funny you said that. Just and, <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I'm like, I mean, I could start an apparel company if I was just selling t-shirts, right? You know? Yeah, very. And easy. um, but in general, though, I, you know, it was it was cool to see one for that collaboration. Uh, you know, and shared with Jared. <laughs> Jared was really good about sharing it right. and yourself as well. So, but with the uh, thing with the t-shirt thing, like you said, with being just t-shirts, the father showed me years ago that I was to be more than just a t-shirt company. That I was to be a full clothing line. And I don't know if I had mentioned that to you before or not, but um, I was having a conversation with someone, and she was like, "Yeah, I like your t-shirt company, so 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 so." And it kind of <laughs> it did something to me, you know what I'm saying? And I, but I was like, yeah. "I'm not a t-shirt company. I'm a clothing line." They kind of got a little upset about it. And the father showed me, he's like, why are you getting upset? You are a t-shirt company. That's all mm, you got. Right. And I look back and I'm like, wow. And he showed me how years ago that he told me to start a clothing line, how I was supposed to start doing this stuff. And I had actually started sketching up things and doing everything, but I never went through with it. That I would always get wrapped up with these artists, with their ministries. He showed me how I was feeding their ministry, taking care of their babies right. and neglecting my own baby. And so it was just like a huge eye opener. Gotcha, gotcha. So at that point, were you just like, okay, I got to stop working with them. I got to cut that back. Yeah, I had to cut it back. Actually, um, it's funny how he's allowed me to cut some of them back. And I've lost a couple of friendships because of it. Oh, wow. I mean, doing it because it's like he has a way of showing you things and that'll make you step back and look at certain situations. And so I would get caught up with these artists and their clothing lines and their things that they were trying to do. And like I said, I would neglect Sick of the Pearl. And when I would get too much caught up into it, sometimes... Things would go haywire with the project or something. And it would always be out of my hand. Right. And right. I couldn't understand what was happening with it. So I, I like uh, one incident with like Jerry Manor and I've still been trying to reach out to him with it. But we had a project fall to the side with it or whatever. And I'm just you know, trying to get it straight. But it's been out of my hand. So it's like been a couple of projects. And it's like, man, why is this happening? What's going on with it? And it's like after I pulled back and really looked at it, it's like every time I get too caught up in it, he'll have it going to the left, start going to the left. Yeah, you know I mean, try to pull me back to where I'm supposed to be. Right, right. So yeah, it's been yeah, it's been real interesting, An interesting so, journey. So how do you like? How do you handle the um, either the loss or the, the the dying down of the friendships? Because I know that could take an emotional yeah, toll. I guess yeah. I think my hardest one is Jerry because we, you know, I mean, always been cool or whatever. I hit him up, he hit me up, we chop it up. But it's like just reaching back out to him is like it was a good bit of money that was involved in the situation or whatever. And so when that went to the left, whatever, it was like, I tried to explain to him, like, yo, I was going through this stuff. This happened. It was out of my hands. I was reaching out. I don't know if it was like, because he had gotten caught up in it and had put his last into it or whatever. So right, right. that could be a touchy situation. But even with the last thing, it was like working with um, um, Plain James and Trap Theology, D Black, um, and Jared. It's like, there's stuff I was carrying, there's stuff in my store. And I had to hit him, like, yo, the father just showed me that. I need to be focusing on my brand. You know what I'm saying? And right. we had already talked. It was like, yo, we're going to take y'all brand so-and-so. We're going to do this. I'm going to focus on y'all. And it was like, I had plans to really push them. You know, so then they hit them later and be like, look, I got to let y'all go. I can't rock with y'all no more. You know, I got to focus on my brand. It's like, yo, I thought we was going to do this and do that, man. You leave me out here. So 
Like I had to let them all go, but we still cool and everything, you know. Right. And right. so Jared was going on tour, and so I'm still working with him because I didn't want to leave him out on tour hanging without merch. Right. On right. tour, so I'm still printing his stuff. Actually, I just shipped his package yesterday. You know what I mean? To, while they're on tour, or whatever. So Jared's the last of my rapping. I have everybody else out my store. Um, even the cruise hip hop corner. I had started working with them and didn't even get to work with them for a full month. Um, before I had to hit them back up and let them know that we couldn't do any more work together. So, right, right. Yeah. So, yeah. Man, I can imagine that that because you know, for me doing this podcast, you know, it's all about relationships. Yeah, exactly, much. exactly, exactly. It's all like you know. So I, I'm kind of in a different different zone here than, than what you're doing. Right. And uh, so, you know, kind of hearing that to me is like, you know, that's, that's countercultural to what I'm doing, but it's still good for people to know, like, you know, you need to focus on, on your, on your brand yeah, because yeah. like this show is focused on everybody else's. Brand. <laughs> right. Right. So, um, so how was it? Or, or how do you feel like God spoke to you and told you that? And how did you know it was God? Because some people, well, you know, they, they might just think it, and, and and so there's always that balance of, is it really just me, or right. is it God? And see, I battle with that sometimes, but it's like nothing's coincidence. And it's like okay. some of these things that was just happening, either you had to be booboo the fool, or you just, you know what I mean? It's <laughs> like, you just have to see. So it's like, um, a couple of them was just like projects that I had, and it's like, everything would always happen with someone else's project, but never with Sacred Apparel. Right. Nothing I would ever do for Secret Apparel, it would go wrong, but always somebody else's project, whether it would be a delay, whether it would be messing up on their print, whether it be, and it was always something. And so I, it's like I stepped back, I prayed about it, and he just showed me, it's like, you taking care of everybody else's baby itself for yours, and I gave you this one, you right. know? So it was like, it was interesting. So. Okay, so I, I want to backtrack a little bit. What yeah. does sacred mean to you? Because you've asked so many people, yeah, even as a never. part of our as a part of our giveaway, <laughs> that was one of the questions. Right, right. You know, so what does sacred mean to you? I've never had that asked to me before. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing is, um, when we rebranded um, about three, probably about three years ago, he had us rebrand. We shut this, uh, the line down. We rebranded for like six months. And then we did a new logo, a new design and everything. And before I could come back out, he showed me that I need to research what sacred really meant. Okay. You know, so it's just like completely set apart. Um, something that's unstained, um, wholly dedicated to him. You know, he's the forefront of focus of it. Gotcha. You know, so, yeah, but <laughs> that's funny. That's funny, man. Because, because yeah. Uh, yeah, that was one of the things that you know I was looking at the definitions that people sent in, and I and, and there were a lot, and I think a lot of them were were around yeah. the same idea. Yeah. So that's good. Uh, and so when did you, you know, kind of going back to to the beginning again? Uh, when did you know, like you wanted to to name your company Sacred Apparel? What was the inspiration behind <laughs> that? Actually, I I still remember where I was sitting at. It was. Um, that was when I was in college or whatever, and I was sitting on the bench outside, and it's like, I can't remember. I think we were thinking about going. No, it was the previous year I went to Bike Fest, so now that I ain't going to get into that. But I was thinking about <laughs> fashion and some stuff there, and my brother had a clothing brand called Holy Gear. Well, a, a T-shirt company. Let me change that. Okay. Uh, called Holy Gear. And so I knew I wanted to do something with clothing, so I prayed about it, and I started trying to think of names. It was like, I was wearing Rockaway, and I was like, 
holy wear, sacred wear, right? You know what I mean? And so the name sacred just kept sticking. So I prayed about names. So I decided we would stick with sacred. And it was just like just trying to come up with something that would stick with sacred. So out for years, we were sacred apparel clothing. And then I started working with this guy. And he was like, why do you call yourself sacred apparel clothing? And I'm like, we're sacred apparel and we're clothing line. He said, you do know that apparel and clothing is the same thing, right? <laughs> and I was, I thought about it like, wow, you're right. So it's like, yeah. I took, and he, to this day, our um, Facebook page is still sacred apparel clothing because we can't change it. So right, it right. Like, it's man. funny. It's like when I hear people say uh, queso cheese. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's, it's the it's same cheese. thing. You're yeah. saying cheese, cheese. <laughs> so that's funny. Now, so let's kind of talk about the actual running of the company. So okay. is it, who's all involved, like employment-wise with Sacred Apparel? You got me, me, and me. Okay, so you do everything. <laughs> yeah, my wife helps out a lot, though. My wife um, helps me with the financing and the managing the things. She keeps me on the straight and narrow with a lot of stuff. So, yeah. Gotcha. So were you able to, to start this thing up debt-free? Ooh, um... Define your term, definition of debt free. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have to take out any loans? Because nah, one thing I want to get from the show is, is, is yes, you know, obviously, uh, you know, with your company being online, you right, know, there right. is, if other people will do the same thing, there is, you know, potential draw away customers, yada, yada, yada. But I still want people to, I feel like if somebody's starting uh, the apparel company, right, that God's going to bless them the way God wants to bless them, God's going to bless sacred the way it wants to bless right. sacred, same with true strength. And uh, so, you know, I still want people to get some some usable advice right. from you but on how I, you do stuff. I would always so. tell you, uh, whoever's trying to start something, to not take out a loan. Um, you don't want to do anything that you're going to have to pay back or give back or where somebody's going to get a cut or a piece of your company. Mm. Because all that profit will go back to you. And, I mean, once you start cutting in so much, it's still going to, cut a piece out of it and then even paying them back, excuse me, that's not coming to you. Right. You see what I'm saying? So right. it's like, I wouldn't advise taking loans out or even, I want to say even investing, but it really depends on the investor and why they're investing and what they're investing. Right. You know? So, yeah. Yeah. Some investors are going to be more heavily like, want to call shots and yeah yeah this, that, and the like other. shark tank i love watching shark tank but it's like what how much you know i just i couldn't see it right, like, right. i mean if they be like <laughs> okay let us partner with you and you give us part of your company they i'd be going right then it's like no we can't do that <laughs> you know? like, no, I can't and just go up there else. just to get their advice and their perspective right. on it I and just, then say no nah, i can't say anything i can't see the father Sorry. giving me something that i'm giving somebody else a partner and that's the other thing i just can't see doing a partnership with anybody you know, because I've talked with somebody and they wanted to um, work with me and wanted to be a partner. And it's like, I can't see having a partner. There's no way that I can have a partner with my business because, one, I'm real picky about a lot of things. And right. then to disagree with me about something and we're not agreeing and you're clashing. Yeah, most partnerships don't work out anyway. So, so what's your, um? do you do all the design? No. Um, I had a full-time designer, um, Dan Hasley. He was with me for years. Um, but yeah, things didn't pan out with us. And now I just freelance, get different freelance designers. So I have like two that I mainly go to all the time. Um, I was Hector. I hit Hector up every now and then for designs. Uh, what is the Michael Nichols? He does mm -hmm. a lot of stuff for a lot of artists or whatever. He's an artist as well. So yeah. 
um, Tizzy um, worked with her. So, yeah. Okay, okay. I was wondering because I think that's another thing that, that a lot of people, um, you know, try to struggle, figure out is like, should I hire somebody for some design? Right. Should I try to do it do myself? It myself yeah. And and I'm it, always, you want to come out, you know, with the, you want to come out with your best foot exactly, forward. Exactly, with that oomph, give them a double take. So, yeah. You know, my starting out, I mean, if you absolutely have to start up with something, you just want to do it, do it yourself. You know what I mean? That's the best way. But make sure you it don't look crappy. It look don't look cheesy. Because right. when we started out, it's funny. We started <laughs> we started out with the like the corny Christian tees. You know what I'm saying? Like the little corny sayings and slogans, the little things. Right, and, right. But still they they were quality. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't just like the cheesy words on them. It was actual designs. So when my designer took the time and wrote it all out. You know, I mean drew gotcha. it out. Gotcha. So yeah, we advanced from that. And but for I, I mean, there's so many places that you can go and not spend a lot of money to get designs. You can, Fiverr, yeah. You know I mean, yeah. Um, Fiverr, you got they say five dollars, but you probably get it for like ten or twelve, whatever their fees is. But yeah, if you want to do it, you could do it. You don't have to spend a lot of money. Yeah, and the Fiverr is not just five dollars. There's people that sell stuff for fifty dollars, five hundred dollars. I don't know why they call it Fiverr. Yeah, that blew me when I'm like. I started looking. I'm like, what's five dollars on here? I know, right? I was like, nothing's five dollars. Yeah. But uh, so I saw the other day, and, and this kind of interested me uh, mainly because you know we've met and everything, and I know Sacred. Right. I saw Ryan Lamar on the Trackstar show, and he was wearing a Sacred Apparel shirt. So right. are y'all friends? Do you know yeah. him? Or yeah, me and Ryan are cool. Um, actually, then it was the same way as with artists. Um. I saw some stuff he was doing and saw when they first started promoting Canal Street and I reached out to him and he was like, yo, I love your brand or whatever. And um, I was like, yo, what's your address? I'll send you some stuff to check out. And when we sent him the stuff, it was, he loved it. You know what I mean? And we were fully cut and sewn at that point or whatever. We stepped away from the 100% cut and sewn a little bit, but um, we still do that. But he just loved it and we just clicked from there. We were supposed to be uh, doing um, the official Canal Street apparel and everything. But the ball kind of dropped with that. I'm not going to say on my end, but <laughs> the ball dropped with that. So we never, I guess he was so busy with a lot of stuff that he was doing back and forth out of town and just getting the stuff together as far as the designs and whatever. Right, so right. we never, but yeah, we've just stayed in touch with that since then. So so do you actually like, you know, quote unquote, make the shirts yourself? Yes. Yeah. Now, is there a specific reason well, why you me, want? Let me take that back. Okay. Some of them I do, not all of them. So some we have because we work with a um, company in India and then another company in Pakistan that um, does our full custom stuff. Gotcha. So now with us moving to a full clothing line, we're going back to our fully cut and sewn um, apparel like we were doing before. So, so cut and sewn, what does that mean? Where they make it from scratch. So you like take I, the thread the yourself. Yeah. I, I find the material. Well, I don't, not me, but, <laughs> <laughs> them. but um, yeah, I get samples of the material whatever once it reached the um, right thickness that I want, the softness that I want. Anybody that tell you that, and this is not being cocky or bragging, but our custom tees that we had, there was no other clothing line, Christian or whatever, that had shirts as soft as ours. Right. And right. I mean, the shirts are just so soft, it's like, wow. You know what I mean, it just, but. And that's what we're wanting to get back to is having that quality of apparel. And then that's what we're doing with becoming the full clothing line. 
it's like we stepped away from it. And it's like when we got, I think we lost ourselves when we started focusing on these artists and working with them. And it's like we started sitting a lot of stuff with Sick of the Pearl aside. And so, yeah, that, that hurt us a little bit, but, you know, we back. Right. 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 I was trying to say right and gotcha at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so how much of it is, uh, are you hands on in the actual shirts? Like, what do you? Um, for the process of make, doing the shirts, it's like I do the own printing of the shirts at the moment right now. Okay. Um, so I do the printing of those. Um, but as far as like the slits and the Z, I mean, the, um, him tags and all that, that was all, that's all custom. Okay. So, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. I've always wanted to know the different processes, and I've heard a few, you know, like a lot of uh, screen printing or yeah. hot press, yeah. you know, stuff like that. I had a cousin who had a hot press machine, yeah. and he was so excited. <laughs> he said, man, I can do anything. Yeah, yeah. Well, really, with, when, <laughs> if you get your hot press, you could screen print. Because the thing is, it's like the huge screen printing machines, they're almost like going to be dinosaurs soon because the new thing is screen printed heat transfers to where it's actually screen printing on the transfers. Right. So you take the heat press and you press your screen printing down. And so it's like, that's the new thing now. Yeah. My wife so. did, uh, she did a little bit of that, but you know, there were issues with some of the, the I guess the vinyl wasn't mm-hmm. good. So it wouldn't stay on there after oh, wow. a few washes, things like right. that. And she was just making, uh, like one offs for the kids. Oh, wow. yeah. Yeah. You know, so it was like you buy a little $5 t-shirt, right. Some vinyl, yeah, you do enough, you get into it, you get into the quality and the different brands to yeah. use and whatnot. Yeah, it's, it, it, it could be, and that's the thing, with, when you're first starting out, you, some people just want to start, just want to hop on and get a Gildan shirt. And, I mean, there's there's a huge Christian clothing brand, and they still use Gildan, and I'm just blown by how and why they would continue to use Gildan and how much they charge for shirts. When uh-huh. I charge 25 for my shirts, and it's fully custom, and people right. are like, how you gonna charge twenty five? I'm like, the work behind it, you know, the quality, <laughs> quality. yeah, quality. the quality. You can't pay twenty five for a shirt, but you'll pay fifty for another, you know. So it's yeah, that type of thing. Yeah, and, and, and I'll, I'll definitely say, um, you know, I th- you know the two shirts that that you gave me last time you were here, they, they are really nice quality, and uh, and I know uh, my boy Aaron over at True Strength, he had a uh, his barbell collection, but the shirt that he sent me last time, to me, that seemed like a better quality, but it was more expensive. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I think you have to, I don't I don't think anybody's going to sell a shirt that's really expensive, that's poor quality. Right, right. And so I think, you know, you can kind of guesstimate, okay, this quality seems like, right. I mean, if they're charging well, this amount. I agree and I disagree because there are some... Like that shirt Kanye West was selling that uh right. what, that was a Gildan shirt. Oh really? And it was like a thousand dollars, I think it was. You know what I'm saying? So it's like why? You know? Right, right. So it's like I guess it's all in the person or whatever. But it, yeah, I mean you have to put into it if you know that you're putting quality into it, you really shouldn't worry about what people think about the price. And I think that was something that I battled with for years, you know, but it was like after that it was like Seeing the quality that I was doing and the time that it would put me in, I could care less if you didn't want to get it for 25, but that's what I'm going to sell it for. Right. You know, and that's my starter tease now. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, they see the crew necks and stuff there. I mean, because it's like, I actually have to show, I'll show you a few designs, but it's just, it's amazing the things that we're about to come out with. So, that's pretty good. So, what's kind of your, uh, 
what's your your lofty goal with that that you with that that you have? Because I always think it's important for somebody to have like some of the you know the easy attainable goals, right? A little more difficult, and then something that's just like. Over the top. Over the top. What, what's kind of an over the top goal for Sacred Apparel? <laughs> to be everywhere, to be a name like Gucci. And okay. the reason I say that is because, and this is the same time that I was told to be a full fledged clothing line. The father said, subdue and take dominion. How can you take dominion if everyone doesn't know you're not taking over? Right. So right. it's like, I know a lot of people use it loosely, but that's our goal is just to be everywhere to where everyone knows us, and that's what we're aiming for just to be everywhere. And it's like, we're not going to focus on um, just being in just a Christian market. We're trying to get out to everyone, you know, because we're right. just preaching to the choir. What good is that going to do? Gotcha. You know gotcha. So another thing that a lot of your shirts have is a foreign language on it. Yes, so so what is that? And what was kind of your, your inspiration for doing that? Well, when I first came into the truth, and when I say the truth, I mean like, the the sacred, artist or the sacred or, names that were taken out the Bible. Okay. What'd you say? I said the artist or, <laughs> oh, yeah. or the well, truth? it was around the same time to be honest with you. <laughs> I think I got the ambassador CD first, and then I got the truth. I was like, this dude sound like Jay Z. <laughs> so that, so oh, I, please I, don't I, say I was, that. I was fresh coming out the world right there. So, <laughs> but um, where was I going? What was the question? <laughs> the the language. Oh yeah, yeah. On the shirt. So um. That's where we started realizing um, how many times the father name was actually taken out of the Bible and replaced with the Lord. And so I started researching it, and then we got into the tetragrammation and everything of it. And then I found out um, that his name was Yahweh. Some say Yahweh, some say Yahuwah, you know, and then two different ones. And so, Yeshua. Yeah. <laughs> Yahushua. Yahushua. Yeshua. So. But you I gotta say it just knows, right for him he, to hear, right? Exactly. Nah, but yeah, some people act like that. You yeah, gotta say it just it, right. It, it killed, it's like I put out a post, and I had that on the page, and I said, "Some say Yahweh, some say Yahuwah, some say Yahweh," and somebody's like, "Yahweh is his only name." This is a, I'm like, "Wow, really? This all you got from that?" So you got it. You can't get caught up in all that to me. It's crazy. <laughs> so, but yeah, we started just. Um, I said that. Because of how much it was taken out of all of the Bibles and how so many people don't know what his actual name is, I said that I would always print his name and I would never use the Lord or Jesus since those names were removed. And right. people, you know what I'm saying? So it's like me wanting to let people know, hey, that's his name, whatever, whatever. You know, so that was always been a vow of mine when we first started Sacred Apparel. And I feel that's something that also makes us sacred. It makes us set apart since sacred means set apart, condition only. So, right, yeah. right. So, uh, so what's the actual language? Hebrew? Hebrew, yeah. Okay. Hebrew. Right. And does like 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 the shirt you're wearing right now, it says sacred. Is right. that does that say sacred under? No, it says live life sacred. Okay. See, the thing is, and the funny thing with it is Hebrew. What where am I saying? Hebrew reads from left to right. So right to right left. Right to left, yeah. Back, okay. I'm, I'm okay. trying to picture it. So <laughs> it would be it's my right. Live life sacred. But if you say it as in a sentence, it would mean something completely different. But if you say okay. it as all separate words, then you got live life sacred. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Because sometimes when I post it and I write it, I have people in Hebrew, Hebrew like, what in the world are you talking about so-and-so? And I'm like, that's not what that sentence means. <laughs> it's all separate words. So like, oh, yeah, okay. Period behind each one. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's like, I, I just found it. It's like, our Messiah was Hebrew. So it's like, you have so many people that wear 
these shirts with Chinese letters and Chinese writing. You ask them what it means. I don't know. The shirt is dope. I just wear it, right. you know? So it's like, why not put Hebrew since that's what our Messiah was and just incorporate that into our shirts and our writing a lot of stuff. So that's what that's we started doing. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So. I know a lot of times, you know, well, I, I know for me specifically, you know, I, I was looking at some of the shirts and I was thinking, I have no idea what that says. <laughs> right. And uh, well, it's like that, you know, I, it looked like more than just the word sacred. Right, right, right. But, you know, I, I didn't know. So I've um, had people purchase the shirts and then they wear them like a month later, like, hey, man, what does my shirt say? Somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and they have the one that's just the straight sacred in Hebrew. Right. You know, right. they'll buy it and never ask anything. A month later, hey, man, what does my shirt say? I'm like, it's sacred. You know, it's just the Hebrew. Like, wow, okay. A Kadesh in Hebrew. So, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of people that, uh, that, that'll do that. They'll wear a shirt, have no idea what no, it means. No clue. It just, it just looks good. So, uh, so, as far as like what you're doing next, what would you say kind of the next step for Sacred Apparel is? <sighs> we mentioned the lofty goals. I want to bring right. that back down. Um, piece by piece, man. Um, and see, I would say I have ADHD, so I, I know you know that I'm just scattering. I'll be somewhere <laughs> everywhere. And my wife is like, Twain, just focus on one thing. So it's like, I'll start a sketch of the pants. And while I'm thinking of doing the pants, it's like I have an idea about the sweatshirt. And so I start drawing the sweatshirt. <laughs> it's just like, right. ooh, a cap to make sure so I start drawing the cap. And so it's like I have to focus and get back to the pants. So my thing is try to put out one piece at a time, but I'm still battling what piece to put out first. So my thing is just to put out something other than a shirt or a sweatshirt. You know, something different is to actually step into the full clothing line realm. So usually, and, and that's something I've always wondered, is when you look at like pants, mm-hmm. like blue jeans or shorts, is it just, I mean, because a lot of times, you know, I think a lot of times when we think of clothing, like Christian clothing, especially Christian clothing, like mm-hmm. you want to have something that says something on it. Right. Uh, but when you look at like pants, you know, a lot of pants don't really say anything. They're mm-hmm. just pants. It's the way they look. Right. So what what's been your thought process on doing pants? Already got it. <laughs> you already got it. <laughs> well, um, as far as you know, um, our shirts. I'm not sure if that one does, but all our shirts we put our Zef Anaya him tag in is Zef one eight. Uh-huh. You know, and so that's like our signature mark on all our stuff that we put in. And um, my new thing is just, just like the season that we're in right now. We're going to be focusing on love a lot. Love. Did I say love? Love a lot. You know, so I'm going to be incorporating that into like some of the pants and different things for people to see and be like, wow, you know, what I mean, that's dope. The place, But the average person looking for the outside probably won't see it. But the person that has it would see it and, you know, open their eyes to it. So, yeah. Gotcha. And so are you going to be doing pants and shorts? And- shorts. Well, I got some cargo pants that we're working on, some camouflage cargo pants that we're working on right now. Camo, so, yeah, they're they're different from your average camo pants that you usually see. Okay, so, you know, okay, I just need something. I'm a I'm a shorts guy, right, right. So uh, well, with it coming winter coming up soon, that's why we yeah decided yeah. to go ahead with that. But yeah, we're working on that. Awesome, man. Well, if anybody like, are you? So are you you are not doing. Ah, nice. That's pretty cool. I so said that's just one. We got a couple of different ones, variations. See, I, I felt that was too much of that one thing. I don't want to say what it is. So we like just playing with it different. And you see what I'm saying? 
Yeah, I don't I know if I can color. tell y'all this or not. <laughs> I think I'm getting secret access. Yeah, you are. So, <laughs> see, this this is going to be reflector. So, so reflective. When are the pants going to be coming out? Do you think? Um, when the father said go. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm actually I'm ready to do it like right, right now. Right. Yeah, I mean, I'm really just ready to do it, but I think he's trying to pace me with things because it's like I'm just so quick to just do something. Just let if I get get an idea for design. I mean, I could create the design release at the same day. It's like, right, boom, right. it's like, slow down. You're putting too much out there. Slow down. So, Yeah, I can kind of get that because there's a lot of times where I want to do a whole bunch of stuff and want to do it right now. Right. And it's like, no, at least <laughs> at least sleep on it. Right, right. At least right. sleep on it. Well, I've had some stuff and it's like, the idea seems so dope, man. I sketch it out. It's like, hard oh, to reach that day. And like, no, I'll come back to it later. Now I'll come back tomorrow and look at it like, that's the ugliest design. <laughs> what was I thinking about? You know what I mean? And just completely get rid of it and then overuse it. Is that uh, why you hired designers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because that was like, shoot, I paid for it. I got to use it. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, don't, no, no. I want to get some clarification. Do the designers just design like logos and what goes on the shirt? Is that what the designers oh, for? Oh, no. I, when I have a designer, um, I give them my whole detail of what. I want what I see and what I'm envisioning with it. Okay. So it's like, yeah, I got this other this design that I'm working on. And I'm wanting that to really come out, but um, soon. But yes, yeah, it's, it's it's gonna be eye opening to some things. It's gonna be real. It's interesting. But yeah, it's like when I give it to them, I give them the detail and things. And I'm wanting to step away from just like the the word teach. You know, that's real big now. Just everything with one word on it. So I got some ideas for some picture stuff. I'm wanting to run back to. Gotcha. Because you know, when we started, we was doing just the pictures and everything, and then we moved to the words because everybody was getting back to the basic stuff. So, yeah, trying to step back out the box a little bit. Cool, cool. And uh, what's the website? Uh, sacredapparel.net. Sacredapparel.net. Yeah, because they want $14,000 for .com. I'm like, man. man, I'm the only one that got sacred. Why are you? <laughs> so, but it, the funny thing is um, I bid, bid it on the site. And because the other original people wouldn't sell it to me and they ended up letting it go. I tried to give them like three times of what it was worth. So it would have, I think I would have paid like a thousand dollars for it. And they ended up letting it go because they missed the payment, which was like a hundred dollars. So, so the people, when it went for the bid, the bid was only for like, they wanted to bid at like $70 for the website, for the domain. And I've slipped up and forgot about it and missed it. And so after they got it, they wanted to sell it for 14,000. Man, it's it's crazy the uh, the online retail market yeah, for domain like, names. Man, it's just a domain. It's like, and so yeah, I mean, I have secret um, trademark for his clothing or whatever. So it's like, I mean, I've had to send out several cease and desist letters in regards to it. <laughs> really? So, yeah, seriously. People have come up secret apparel and other secret apparels out there, and I'm like, hold on, man, this is not me. So I send them cease and desist letters about it in regards to it. So. Okay, so real quick, let's talk about that. How do you actually? How do you do that? Do you have to contact a lawyer? And you have to contract like you have to come I, out of I pocket. Have, oh no, I have a lawyer. Okay, yeah, yeah. And you just lawyer, say, hey, send these people William to cease Johnson, and desist, and yeah, he <laughs> takes care of me. But yeah, we send out a cease and desist um to whoever it is, and uh, send them the trademark, and we'll give them like so much time to take care of whatever they got to do to change that stuff. Right. You know, I'm not a butthole with it. I'm like, yo, you got five days to take down. Then I will give them, you know, I think it's 30 days or 60 days to get everything swapped over and changed out. Can you give them five days? I'm not sure. 
I'm not sure. <laughs> hey, ask your lawyer. <laughs> hey, I'm not really sure. I was but, curious because yeah. uh, uh, TrackStars uh, has had issues with a, a major, major media conglomerate mm-hmm. um, that didn't like TrackStars with a Z. Oh, wow. And so, See, you know, yeah. they've, you know, had some issues in that uh, you know, previously in the past. Right. And so, you know, it, but, you know, when you think about that, you know, if you if you'd had to rebrand something, right? Like yeah. it, it costs a lot of money to try to rebrand uh, a whole entire thing. So, uh, that, Z, that's not really a big thing. I'm talking, you know, what I'm saying this is like straight up right, sacred right. apparel. You know, right, it's exactly. Like, how you have direct the same copy, direct exact copy name. Yeah, yeah. Do you think it was just accidental? I don't know. I well, you know, I don't think so because when you go to their. Um, like the Instagram or whatever pages, they can't use my name, so they have like sacred underscore apparel. Up. True, you know, true. They, they have to change it up because I already got sacred apparel. Yeah. So it's like at some point they knew us all. Yeah, know, so. that's one thing I try to tell people when they get ready, you know, especially like artists or whoever. Research. I'm like, if you're coming up with the name, search that name everywhere. Exactly. exactly yep. Like Google search it, Facebook search it, Instagram. If you're an artist, Spotify, Apple Music. And see how many people have a similar name, right? With the same spelling, and uh, and do that before you start really leaning heavy into it, right? Yep. Because you don't want to get a year, two years into this thing, and, and the then realize, oh crap, somebody else has got the same I tell name. So many artists, and the thing is, also with clothing lines. I mean, actually, I'm about to put out an ebook, um, how to start a clothing line, mm. because I have so many people, and I mean, the thing is. I have the email bookmark because I know I've sent it out at least 20 to 50 times to people asking, hey, how do you start a clothing line? How do you so-so? What's the first step I need to get? So it's like, yeah, you know I mean, I won't give everybody or back every single step, but because um, some people need to research stuff for themselves instead of just trying to get the instant how to do right, it. Right, right. But, I mean, and so many people have questions. So many people want to do it. So it's like the starting of it. How do you start? Where do you go? You know what I mean? How do you register? How do you trademark? And you, I mean, it's, it's it's amazing how many people, even artists, have their names and stuff, and they don't trademark their stuff. Right, right. It's like, are you serious about your brand or what? You know. So that was one of the things that um, the Butter P interview I did. She was talking about how you know she only works, or they only. I think I, th- I think it was Butter P. I'm pretty sure it was Butter P. But she was saying how people won't have their business right. Mm-hmm. In other right. words, you you don't have your stuff registered correctly, right? And you know that's an issue when yeah. you're looking at professionalism. That or your website, you go to they give you website, you go to the website and it's wix.com backslash. I know, <laughs> you know right? I know. So you can't pay fourteen dollars a month for a website, but you got Jordans and all these other facets. I mean, it's yeah, like what yeah. do you really put your stuff into or put your money into? So if that's something you really want, I feel you invest in it. You know? Yeah. And what would you suggest somebody, um, like, when were you able to go full-time? And, and uh, so let me rephrase the question. When did you know you could go full-time sustain it? Never. No. <laughs> I, I didn't. Um, <laughs> like I said, I started this years ago, and I had, I was fresh out the world <laughs> when I started and I had a problem staying on jobs. For right. some reason, I would get fired from every job that I had. So it's like when um, we had our son with him and I was doing sacred prayer, my wife um, is a counselor, a therapist. And so she makes really good money. You know what I mean? So it gave me the opportunity to 
be able to stay home. But the father showed me that I was do once I started doing sacred apparel and I got fired from my last job. Right. Try to get unemployment. Now you could usually always get a job back to back. Try to get unemployment, couldn't get unemployment. Try to get another job, couldn't get another job. I'm like, man, this is weird, you know. <laughs> so I prayed about it. And it was like, you got sacred apparel. And I was like, okay. So started working sacred. I still wasn't seeing it full time at the moment, you know. Right, what I mean? right. So I started doing it. He was like, you had to work sacred apparel and nothing else. And that's why I'm like, you bugging. <laughs> you know, because I didn't see that vision at the time. But yeah, after that, that's that was the goal. Now, granted, I was hard-headed, and I did go to a couple of jobs and different things. And that was also the thing with, um, which I didn't get into, with Sacred Merch, where I was printing like all the artist apparel and stuff. Uh-huh. It's like, he told me not to work another job, but I had an idea. I could start a, a company that could print other people's stuff right. because I wasn't looking at it as another job. So it's like, I had another company under Sacred. And so that's when I started printing merch for like all these other artists and comedians and Christians and things or whatever with that, of that nature. And so it really got attacked after some when it was doing really good, things just started going haywire with it. And it was just stuff that didn't make sense. Right. So it was like, that was him like, look, you better get back to sick of the problem down the road. I told you to go down. So, yeah. So you were still finding a way to work another job. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Even though you kind of knew you weren't supposed to. Right. Because the funny thing is (laughs) I I had before secret merch, I had secret, secret printing. And so I was running Sacred Printing, prayed about it. And I think when I had Sacred Printing, that's when I was working with Fern or whatever. He was supposed to start a clothing line. We had an idea for it. And um, him and Marty linked up. And he went to a flavor fest or whatever. And so I prayed about Sacred Merch because that's when SA Mixtape, our mixtape company was popping real big. And he was showing me, the father showed me like, <laughs> look, you need to shut all that down, focus on Sacred Apparel. Right. And it's like, man, you know what I mean? But it's like, you know, in your head, you're like, really? Is is this really you telling me this? It's like, I got all these things going on. I'm making this money with this. I'm working with these artists. And so I shut Sacred Print down. And not too long after, I started Sacred Merch. So it's like, you know, he, he had to jab slap me. So it's like. You were just trading one for another. Yeah, right, right. Like Mixtapes, right. printing, merch. Right. Let me do specialized glasses so for people. So many companies and that is like, and that's the thing that's that's what got me is like, man, I got all these gifts and all these ideas that do all these businesses. Why you just want me to focus on just this one, you know? But it's like now I see and get the bigger picture of it, and I see where how it's like. There's no way I'll be able to do all this other stuff. Yeah, so. sometimes you got to focus in on on something in particular. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, not to. Not to make a direct correlation in any specific way, but even Jesus, like, you know, he was sent to save everybody. Right. But he could only spend so much time on a few, and then even a fewer, you know. Right, right. It's like, you know, he kind of had that focus in. And, uh, you know, so I think it's it's really important for us to have our, our moments of focus to make sure we know what we are called to do. Right. And I think a lot of times, you know, doing all those these other things are all safety nets, mm, yeah. which could be a lack of faith. Exactly, it was. It's like, it was. well, I don't know if God's really calling me to do this, so I'm going to start this, 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 this as like little cushions to kind of exactly help what it was when when, yeah. when He drops me. And um, I'm gonna tell you, most of my things, <laughs> and I tell my wife this is like, most of my things were when something got hard, our time got hard, and my wife like, twink, look. We're not making enough money, so so so. This bill is doing so so. It's like, hmm, 
I can start another business. <laughs> <laughs> we can bring in some money for something. And it, it, it wouldn't be the right motives or anything. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, that's trying to keep the wife happy. Boy, right, I tell you, right. that could get you some, some trouble. Now, I do want to say this. Uh, I do think that in some people's cases that they should have multiple streams of income. Mm-hmm. But if you feel like, you know, you feel yeah. like God told you that sacred apparel right. is what you need to focus on. Uh, I don't, I, I don't think that any, I don't think there's ever a broad stroke for everybody. No, it's not. And I, I would a hundred percent agree. If you could handle that and do that, do it, create, create, create. You know? Yeah. yeah. I completely agree. Cause there, I, I've, I've talked with so many different uh people who do lots of different things in order to make ends meet but it works and they feel like they're at peace with god about it and so you know that's this isn't telling everybody that everybody's supposed to sit down and focus on one specific thing only so please don't walk away saying that jason (laughs) and twink told you that you had to stop doing all the other stuff okay okay so please don't get and that. not work a regular job. Just work that. No, no, I'm telling you, this is not easy. So that's one of the things that other people saying. Saying she said, if you work a regular, if you have a full time job, right? Like don't put out, don't don't skimp money. It's kind of like you were saying earlier. You know, like people will uh, skimp on a fourteen dollar website and then buy a pair of Yeezys. Yeah, I mean, I and it's like for like, the life of me, I don't get it. It's like so right now you're saying that. That ye that 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 Kanye is more important than your then, website. Exactly. Is what you're saying. I'm gonna tell you, man, 90 percent of the artists that I work with are like that, man. And I mm. mean it's 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 irritating because it's like I try to tell them and feed into them, you know I mean, to help build them up with about the stuff like that. Because I've been through it. And like I said, I started in two thousand nine, so I've had the ups and downs. I've learned the hard way. I left college thinking I knew so you're ten <laughs> I years into this. It. Yeah. And that, that, that clicked to me the other day when I was talking to my wife. Actually, yesterday. I was like, babe, you know what? We started in 2009, you know? <laughs> but we doing the stuff, man. We've done it the wrong way sometimes. I've learned. So my thing is, man, if you can learn, there's so much out there now to learn and research and know. But like I said, I've learned the hard way a lot of times. But, hey, it, it panned out, you know? But, yeah, sometimes you got to take those big L's. Yeah. Uh, to uh, and nope. that's why when people ask me, right, I've taken enough of them for everybody. <laughs> right, <laughs> I right. I tell you, I tell you. Well, I, I really think it's admirable that you're doing an ebook and trying to help people get started, uh, because you know, to me, it shows your heart. It's like it's kind of like a pastor who mentors other pastors. Mm-hmm. Like they're not afraid they're going to go start a church and steal other congregants. Right, you know, right. like stuff like that. And I think a lot of times you know, that can be dangerous. I mean, it's kind of like you know, track stars is like that. Right, right. Like. They're helping other people start podcasts, distribute right. the podcast, music, and they yeah, do all dope. that stuff. I've seen that with Nectar, Nectar, yeah, Nectar yeah, distribution, and it's like even with the people that they have on. Like, um, I was watching when the crew was on there. You know, what I mean? right, wow, right. That's dope. You know, what I mean, you bring other guys on that's doing the same thing. You know, so it was interesting. They're doing the uh, what YouTube thing with it. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, man. How can everybody find you, man? Everything is sacred apparel. Except Facebook, Sacred Apparel Clothing still. (laughs) (laughs) Sacred Apparel Clothing on Facebook, Sacred Apparel everywhere else, and sacredapparel.net. Awesome, man. Between, appreciate you being on the show. Uh, Love having you. We'd love to have you back. Appreciate you having me, man. And uh, it's been good. And make sure you go check out the episode that he was on, Solomon's Porch Podcast, uh, to get some, some more. 
um, you know, even non-business right, right. thoughts from you. Because that was fun, man. It was. That was a good was. show. That was. was a good show. Was, I think we did a lot of laughing on We did, on that man. That's why I, I love doing that show, man. Because it's <laughs> like, you know, this show, get down to the nitty-gritty serious right. stuff. And, you know, then I had that other outlet in order to just spend the whole time talking yes. about faith in comic books. Like, I mean, it's beautiful. Right. But, uh, yeah, man, appreciate you being here. And make sure you go check them out. And, yeah, no we'll doubt, see you no again doubt. soon, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right. Peace. Uh, Righty, that was the interview with Twink from Sacred Apparel. Make sure you head to sacredapparel.net to check out everything that he has going on. And uh, and it was cool because he and Jared Sanders, you know, they uh, they kind of somewhat helped push the Solomon Sports Podcast platform because we did a giveaway for that shirt. And interesting enough, uh, Aaron Simpkins from True Strength Apparel actually won that, <laughs> which is uh, funny because he's actually won a couple of things we did over at Solomon Sports Podcast. And um, so I thought it was interesting, but it was cool because, you know, I think, you know, when you're talking about Chris, Christian business uh, and different outlets and stuff, you know, I hate to say there's competition. I mean, I guess in a way there is competition, but the overall picture, uh, I feel like we have to still kind of be united. And, you know, in, in my views, you know, we can learn from each other. We can grow together in ways you can partner and this, that, and the other. And I think that's where, you know, we kind of miss it in the Christian business world. And, uh, and so, and part of this show was to link people together that can work together and build and grow together. And so I hope in some way, shape or form that has happened. Um, but yeah, uh, so I, I thank you so much for checking this episode out. If you got anything good from it, no, please be sure to share it. Uh, if you haven't done so yet, please, you know, go to iTunes and rate the show or Google Play or wherever you can rate the interview or the uh, the, uh, the the show in general. <laughs> but uh, because it does help with, you know, the algorithms and helping other people find the show. And even if you can't support on Patreon, which if you want to do that, you can just go to patreon.com slash business with Bordeaux. And um, thanks to Aaron Simpkins at True Strength Apparel, Jay Sandin, LT, for doing that. And uh, so if you want to do that, you can. But, you know, even just listening, sharing, uh, commenting on whatever platform this gets shared on, all of that stuff helps too. So anyway, that's it for the show this week. I'll be back in two weeks. And that interview was actually with the individual from Kingstone Comics. So it's a completely, completely different type of show. Uh, or a different type of interview, I, I think I'd say. It's talking about a Christian individual, Christian company that takes the Bible and puts it into comic book format. And it's much, much, much more in-depth and um, kind of more detailed than the Action Bible. So make sure you check that episode out. It was really cool, and it was kind of inspiring to hear that. And there's a lot of great information in that interview, a lot of great information. So until next time, always remember, the more you learn, the more you know, and the more you know, the more you grow. Thanks and God bless.